Pastor Xavier Reese on the power of sin. The judgment of people's sins is made available here and now, not after you die. Well, it is today. If you will hear his voice, do not harden your hearts as in the day of rebellion, Hebrews 3.15. Listen, be sure your sin will find you out, Numbers 32.23. No one gets away with anything. Our sin nature is volatile. It's like dynamite. Welcome to Simple Truths, the daily half-hour study of God's Word with Xavier Reese, Senior Pastor of Calvary Chapel of Pasadena, California. Cars are an important part of our society, but they have to be driven under a strict set of codes and rules of the road. But if you ignore these standards, well, the consequences can be devastating and even deadly. Pastor Xavier says there is also a set of rules for life, and those can be found in the Word of God. Well, today he takes us back to the book of Genesis as he shares what happens when we choose to drive through life recklessly, disregarding God's law. Let's listen. Genesis chapter 4, verse 1 through 16, and the message is entitled, The First Bad Seed, Cain. And so what we want to do is look at the life of the first family outside the Garden of Eden with sin nature in operation in full force. Everything's different now. Sin nature has been introduced. Man has no more control unless they're totally dependent upon God, as we'll see. We have the men, Cain and Abel, in verse 1 and 2. Second, we have the sin of Cain, verse 3 through 8. And then we have the judgment of Cain in verse 9 through 16. Cain was the first son of Adam and Eve, and the first baby to be born as a sinner. Chapter 5, verse 3, when we get there, Adam begot a son, Seth, in his image, fallen. He was a slave to sin now. He had no potential to say no to sin in a fallen nature. Notice in verse 2, Cain had a brother. He's the second born to Adam and Eve. Abel is his name. It means vapor, transitory or breath, perhaps in view of his short life to come through the murder. We're not sure. Abel was a keeper of the sheep, a shepherd. Cain was a till the ground, a farmer. In verse 3 through 5, Cain and Abel brought their offerings to God. All of a sudden, were thrust before the worship of God, both of these young men. The time is said to be in the process of time, describing an indefinite measure of time without number. We're not sure. The man Cain brought an offering of the fruit of the ground to the Lord in verse 3. And the word brought means to carry or to introduce before the Lord. The practice of worship was known and practiced being passed down from their parents. Now notice the man Abel brought of the firstling of the flock in verse 4 there and of the fat. The firstling means the firstborn. According to Exodus 13.2 and 12.15, that would be the law in certain cases. But notice the Lord respected Abel and his offering, but he did not respect Cain and his offering, it says. The scriptures do give a reason why God accepted the one and rejected the other. Cain's offering was rejected because of his heart, the conditions of his heart, according to the New Testament. Listen to Hebrews 11.4. By faith, Abel offered to God a more excellent sacrifice than Cain, through which he obtained witness 
that he was righteous. God testified of his gifts, and through it, being dead, still speaks. He was righteous. That's the reason he accepted it. Now, Abel was in right relationship with his brother, his mother, his father. Evidence that he was right with God. The vertical dictates the horizontal. Very, very important. 1 John 3, 11 and 12 says, For this is the message that you have heard from the beginning, that we should love one another. Not as Cain, who was of the wicked one, Poneros. Not only does he do evil things, but he likes making others evil. And murdered his brother. And why did he murder his brother? Here we go. Because his works were evil and his brother's righteous. The New Testament commentary on the old. And the new always interprets the old. Very simple principle. One was righteous. The other one was ponderous, wicked, the heart. The sin of envy and jealousy was the reason Cain's gift was not accepted by God. It's real simple. Now, notice at the end of verse 5, Cain responded in anger at the rejection of his offering. He asked Cain, why are you angry? Now, God did not ask Cain in order to know the reason. God already knew it. God asked Cain in order for Cain to examine his heart and to confess his sin, even as he did with his father. He asked Cain a second question, why is your countenance fallen? God, again, wanted Cain to know that sin cannot be hidden. Notice in verse 7, the Lord gave to Cain two choices. If he did well, he would be accepted. The doing well meant the acknowledgement of his sin, confessing and abandoning for forgiveness. If we confess our sins, he's faithful and just to forgive us our sin and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. First John 1 9. God is seeking confession. He wants in part forgiveness. Then his offering would be accepted. That's the first choice. If he did not do well, repent of his sin, he would not be accepted. No bargaining. Straight out. The possible choices imply that Cain had the ability to turn from his sin by the provisions of God. When God asks a person, you want to be forgiven, that means he can. That Cain said nothing. What he does is he makes a decision to not pay heed. Instead, he chose to feed his anger and allow the beasts of cultivated sin to leap upon his brother. It's a choice. The process begins in the heart. It's from the heart that proceeds evil thoughts, fornication, so on and so forth. Matthew 15, 18 through 20. 2 Corinthians 10, 5. The thoughts. Stirs the hearts. Plots. Cain's refusal to repent from his anger led him to murder. One step at a time. Listen to Proverbs 14, 30. A sound heart is life to the body, but envy is rottenness to the bones. Jesus said, you have heard that it's been said, those of old, you shall not murder, and whoever murders will be in danger of judgment. But I say to you that whoever is angry with his brother without cause shall be in danger of judgment. And whoever says to his brother Raka shall be in danger of the council. But whoever says you fool shall be in danger of fire. Matthew 5, 21 and 22. God looks at the heart. You got problems? Deal with them. Confront the individual. Deal with your sin. Get it out of the way. Sometimes you can't be fully reconciled with somebody because they don't acknowledge their sin. They want them to do it. Well, you do on your part. You go before the Lord, ask them to forgive you, ask them to give you love. You pray for that person and you walk in obedience until that day comes. 
And if it doesn't, at least you are right with God. You understand? The sin of Cain ended in murder. We have to be so careful lest our sin lead us down the road. And then we can do nothing about it. Notice what follows is the judgment of Cain then. 9 through 16. Verse 9 and 10, the Lord sought out Cain for confession. Here he is again. (laughs) That's the type of God we serve. The Lord said to Cain, where is Abel, your brother? This again is a parallel to Adam, his father, in Genesis 3, 9. Cain says, I don't know. He lies to God. Yet I'm sure he knew God knew about his sin. I mean, he knew. He knows God. I mean, it is amazing. We know God. And just looking at my own life, the things that you say or do, knowing that God knows and hears everything, you know? You just go, you know? He denies his sin rather than acknowledging it. He hardens his heart to the guilt of his sin. Listen to Proverbs 28, 14. Happy is the man who is always reverent, but he who hardens his heart will fall into calamity. Cain says, am I my brother's keeper? Now, think of the context. He's just murdered his brother. He uses callous, sarcastic cynicism after committing such a heinous crime by the phrase, am I my brother's keeper? Alluding to the profession of his brother, a shepherd. Wow. You see what sin does? You know, we hear of people who have gone into home invasions or whatever and they mutilate bodies, they, just horrible things. And then when they're done, they go into the refrigerator, grab a sandwich and watch TV and then they leave. That's man. He refused to take personal responsibility for his actions. He refused to take personal accountability for his sin. He refused to recognize the responsibility they had to society as well as to the effect on society. Today, through our PC language and our socialization of people, we have turned it around and people have laid the responsibility on society rather than realizing their responsibility towards society. And so everybody's to be given everything. Listen, you want health insurance? Get a job. Go to work. Government owes you nothing. You pay into Social Security, you'll get some back, maybe. (laughs) Get prepared and run the race. The Lord gives Cain a second opportunity. Verse 10. God says, what have you done? Cain should have said, I killed my brother. Cain would have been forgiven if there was genuine repentance. Proverbs 29.1. Listen, listen, listen. He who often is often rebuked and hardens his neck will suddenly be destroyed and that without remedy. You keep traveling down that road. Out there's the number. Sooner or later, you don't want to cross it. God, knowing his unwillingness, noticed to confess and repent, charged him with the crime of murder. The voice of your brother's blood cries out to me from the ground. God knows the sin because he's omniscient. He knows everything. He's omnipresent. He's everywhere at the same time. 
But God calls attention to the blood of Abel as the witness against Cain, which means he probably buried him. <laughs> in the book of Leviticus, it states that the life of the flesh is in the blood, Leviticus 17, 11. It was the blood that was crying out, the life. You go into the emergency ward, you're, and if you need blood, they give you blood transfusion because that's the life. Without blood, there is no life. It carries the oxygen, the nutrients to every extremity. Blood pollutes the land. Therefore, it must be covered by the blood of the one who shed it. He gives capital punishment in Genesis 9, 5 after the flood. Uh, he tells it in uh, Numbers 35, 9 through 34. That's why a person must be executed who kills another man. They're creating the image of God. Romans 13, Peter tells us, capital punishment for today. And because we have removed that, the land is polluted. We have to put bars on our windows rather than men behind bars. The word cry means to cry out for help. It is used for one in desperation of food. It is used of one oppressed by his enemy. It is one who is used of a victim of injustice. Cries out to God. Notice the Lord's sentence came for his crime then, verse 11 and 12. Cain heard the verdict directly from God. He would be cursed from the earth. The reason was that the blood of Abel had been received by the earth at his hand. The earth was given to provide a blessing of food, not to hide one's sin. The earth was the substance that man was created from and now was defiled by the blood of man. The curse of the fall had claimed the first man back to the earth, as he had said in Genesis 3.19. The earth was cursed through Adam, but now Cain is the first man to be cursed, which is far more serious. Sin is never static. It's always progressive. It's always more severe. And so the result was that the earth would yield less to Cain than the fullness of its strength in its fallen state when he would plow it. Bad enough, there's weeds in that, but now it's going to be a lot harder in judgment for him. His profession was a tiller of the ground. Notice Cain would be a fugitive then, a vagabond on the earth. The word fugitive means that he would be fleeing, having no stability or permanence due to running from his crime and actually running away from God towards Satan, the enemy. When you don't deal with your sin, you're running towards Lou, not God. As a vagabond, meaning wanderer, he would roam. He'd be a drifter, a wanderer, in fear of his life so as not to be known. Expulsion from all family and relationships, expulsion further away from God. Things get darker. Notice verse 13 and 14, the Lord heard Cain's complaint now. What are the consequences? He's a whiny pants. Listen. Cain declared that his punishment was more than he could endure for the rest of his life. Interesting. People always want to turn around. Well, that's not fair. Well, you did the crime, not do the time. Cain understood the curse by the repetition of it and was attempting to blame God for the verdict. He had been driven out of the day from the face of the ground, parallel to his father's driven of the garden, but now more severe. It parallels it. But he's trying to turn it on God. Well, God, that's not... No, wait, wait, wait. 
You brought these consequences on yourself. I gave you an opportunity to repent. Children try to do that to parents. Adults try to do that to employers. Listen, real simple basics. You buy a car, you're obligated to pay every month. All right? You rent a house, you buy a house, you have to pay the rent. Don't pull the legal thing, well, they can't throw me out, it's not right. You made a contract, right? Be a person of your word. Have integrity. Get in trouble, get a hold of them before they get a hold of you. Show integrity intent. It's real simple. Cain said he would be hiding from God's face. More severe than his father hiding in the trees in chapter 3, verse 8. <laughs> if there is any person who could be recorded in a scripture of blasphemy while living, I believe Cain could be the one. For spiritual death is defined by the Bible as being separated from God forever. I'm not saying it is. I'm saying if there's any potential, it could be here. He understood that. Interesting that Cain is categorized along with names like Jezebel, Delilah, and Judas. Notice Cain feared his life. The life of a fugitive and vagabond would end up by someone killing him due to retribution by other family members because that's all there were, family members. Now, this should not be mistaken for personal repentance. He is not repenting. He just regrets the consequences. You understand what I'm talking about? A young lady goes out and gets pregnant. She's crying. But she's crying not because she's been immoral. She's crying because now this pregnancy has interrupted her lifestyle. So then she takes it into her own hands. Rather than acknowledge her sin and turning to God, she aborts the child. Now she's compounded the sin. The regret is for the consequence, not the acknowledgement of sin against God and man. That's our society. Cain declares the particular consequence in verse 14. God had driven Cain from the face of the ground, which meant the particular location which Adam and Eve had been given by God to dwell in after the fall. God's face would be hidden from Cain, which implies unconfessed sin, having no fellowship or access to God without repentance. God had made Cain vulnerable to vengeance by others of his, for his sin of murder, and they would attempt to kill him. Our sin nature is volatile. Is like dynamite. Remember that the other people were family members. Cain knew the awful apprehension of God's judgment, being banished from the Lord's presence, even as Paul declares to those who would not repent, listen, who shall be punished with the everlasting destruction from the presence of the Lord and from the glory of his power. 2 Thessalonians 1 9. To be totally separated from God. Driven from God. That's death. No access to God. That's the ultimate judgment in Gehenna, the lake of fire. Notice in verse 15, the Lord said his mercy on Cain. God declares that anyone who would kill Cain would receive a sevenfold punishment. The sevenfold vengeance refers to the full divine retribution. The number is symbolic of completeness as we've looked at it before. It doesn't mean that God would kill six of the family members and the one who killed him. It doesn't mean that it's generational sin. It just means full retribution. It would come by God. And God sets a mark on Cain. Lest anyone find him, kill him. Now, this was not some visible mark, which as some people say. Out of the 76 times the word appears, it is always translated as sign not something that's placed on a person. What, what it was, no one knows. We have no idea. But it certainly was associated with his fear of wandering 
and a protection. So what we do know is the purpose was for his protection more than anything else. Here you see God's mercy. Even as God had covered the nakedness of Adam and Eve in 321, God's mercy. Here you have the mercy of God also. He didn't have to protect him. And so in verse 16, the Lord turned Cain over to a self-will life. That is dangerous. That's scary. Verse 16. Cain went from the presence of the Lord to live life further from Yahweh than he could have ever imagined. He started in the presence of God in worship and offering along with Abel, his brother. Now he is going out from the presence of Yahweh just like his parents had gone in the garden, but further from the presence and consciousness of God, completely apart from Yahweh. How did it happen? A refusal to deal with present sin decisively and immediately. But notice also to dwell in the land of Nod on the east of Eden. The name Nod means wandering, indicative of his judgment by God and monument to his own legacy. This could very well be the sign given to Cain by the name of the city, wandering, kind of like a refuge city to come in the Levitical law. It's the only place he could be secure. Whenever a person rejects to repent and get right with God, he or she merely wanders about without direction in life. You're wondering. The direction is the east of Eden. Have you caught that? Which means, Eden means pleasure. Just like his parents from the paradise pleasure garden, God intended for them, they ruined it, but now Cain is removed further away from the place of blessing by the covenant God Yahweh due to much greater sin. Oswald Chambers declared this about the judgment of God. The judgments of God leave scars, and scars remain until I humbly and joyfully recognize that the judgments are deserved and that God is justified in them. The judgment of people's sins is made available here and now, not after you die. God did not send a son to condemn the world, but that through him the world might be saved, John 3, 17. We're not to despise the riches and the goodness, forbearance of God, long-suffering. It's the goodness of God that leads us to repentance, Romans 2, 4. We have to be careful that we don't treasure up for ourselves wrath against the day of wrath because of a hardened heart, Romans 2, 5. While it is today, if you will hear his voice, do not harden your hearts as in the day of rebellion, Hebrews 3, 15. Decisions are impulses or passions. Though they are gratifying at the time and self-serving, after the fact, they bring shame and regret, causing people to live with the difficulties of their consequences. Listen, be sure your sin will find you out. Numbers 32, 23. Do not be deceived. God is not mocked. Whatever man sows, that shall he also reap. Galatians 6, 7, and 8. Spirit and flesh. The Lord passed before me proclaimed the Lord our God. He is merciful, gracious, long-suffering, abundant in goodness and truth, keeping mercy to thousands, forgiving iniquity for transgressions of sin, not... By no means clearing the guilty, visiting the iniquities of the fathers upon the children, the children's children, to the third and fourth generation. If there's no turning, then judgment comes. Worse to the next generation. Why? Because they're worse. That's why. Mercy is less than we deserve. Grace is what we don't deserve. The mercies of God are new every morning. Lamentations 3.20. He makes the rain fall on the just and the unjust. Matthew 5.45. He delights in mercy. Micah 7.18. We as the believers are to come before the throne of grace to find grace and help mercy in time of need. Hebrews 4, 14, and 16. Wow. God will one day charge every man and woman with their sin. 
then it will be too late to do anything about it. Today is the day. The judgment of Cain was just. First bad seed of many to come. Pastor Xavier Reese and the consequences of the fall of man. And today's message, The First Bad Seed Cain, is available upon request for just $4. And this will also include what we heard the last time we were together. So the title to ask for once again is The First Bad Seed Cain, or simply mention today's date when you write. Now here's how to reach us. Simple Truths, 2200 East Colorado Boulevard, Pasadena, California, 91107. Or to make your request by phone, call 800-926-1485. Again, that's 800-926-1485. Or the address once again is Simple Truths, 2200 East Colorado Boulevard, Pasadena, California, 91107. And it's important that you mention the call letters of this station when you contact us. The wages of sin is death, but one man in ancient history didn't die. Learn more when you tune in to the next edition of Simple Truths with Pastor Xavier Reese. Simple Truths with Pastor Xavier Reese, a daily half-hour broadcast, is a radio ministry of Calvary Chapel of Pasadena, California. www.calvarychapelpasadena.com 